0: distinct categories of sin as revealed to us in scripture. Now the reason that we um, teach on this particular subject is because um, in order for believers to be able to walk free from sin they need to have an uh, understanding as to how sin actually um, takes place and how God actually deals with sin in the lives of the believers because the goal of a, a Christian should be to walk a life free from sin now most believers believe that that is impossible to do and a lot of ministers of the gospel would teach that to the church and they would say it's impossible to walk free from sin your lot in life is that you are a sinner saved by grace accept that and do your best until you go to be with the lord however that's not really what the bible teaches the bible is very plain to us that in fact Christians can walk free from sin. It is the will of God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ that we live righteous lifestyles and that we walk free from sin. And in fact Jesus has made provision for us to do just that. Um, In this passage of scripture, Galatians chapter 5 verse 16 and 17, the apostle Paul writing, he says, I say then, walk in the Spirit And you shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. And so the Apostle Paul encourages believers to learn to walk in the Spirit. And if you have a look at his writings, uh, he's very uh, strong on the truth that the Spirit of the born-again believer has no capacity to sin. You recall that the Apostle John said exactly the same thing <clears throat> in that he said that he who is born of God does not sin for his seed remains in him and in fact he cannot sin because he's been born of God. And so it is the spirit of the born-again believer that only has capacity to walk in righteousness. It is the flesh of the born-again believer that only has capacity to walk in sin. And So you uh, all believers have these two opposing forces that um, impact upon their lives throughout their Christian lives. That is, the flesh on the one hand and the spirit on the other. And that's why the Apostle Paul encourages Christians to walk in the spirit because he says, if you do that, you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. In other words, you will stay away from sin because by walking in the spirit, you are thus um, fulfilling all righteousness you're walking in in righteousness Um, but with what with regards to this uh, the aspect of of sin we need to understand that there are these two different categories of sin Um, because you know as i say, if you go to uh, most believers and you tell them do you realize that you can actually walk free from sin they actually laugh at you they say well that's impossible that cannot be done jesus is the only one who did it but nobody else can do it. Um, But as I say, the Bible actually doesn't teach us that. The Bible teaches us very plainly that we can walk free from Mm -hmm. sin. Let's have a look at a passage of Scripture because now, as I say, we want to just discuss the truth uh, that revealed to us in Scripture that there are these two different categories of sin. And it's because there are these two different categories and God deals with them differently, it is thus um, fully possible for born-again believers. Old Testament saints couldn't get into this uh, category, but New Testament saints can, that they can actually walk free from sin. And so we'll pick it up in 1 John chapter 1, verse 7 and 8. Uh, The Apostle John writing, he says, But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. And so people take that passage of Scripture and they say, See, even the Apostle John said that if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us because we all have sin. And that is true. In fact, the Apostle James put it this way. He says, We all stumble in many things. And so it is very true that we all do commit sin so you say all right but if we all commit sin and scripture is very plain about the fact that we commit sin how do we how's it possible to walk free from sin well it's possible if you understand the the difference between the two different categories of sin in this passage of scripture john uh, puts a condition to walking in the light he says, if we walk in the light, uh, sorry, he puts a condition, sorry, to having fellowship with our Lord Jesus Christ. And this point over here, let, let's just read the passage again. He says, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Now that cleansing is a present tense uh, word. And so what, what he's saying to us is that if we meet the right condition if the Christian meets a certain condition then what transpires is that the blood of Jesus Christ continuously cleanses that believer from all sin for he says the blood of Jesus Christ his son cleanses us present tense from all sin and then he goes on to say if we say we have no sin well we're deceiving ourselves the truth is not in us because we do acknowledge and we all have sin and we all commit sin all the time. Because don't forget, we can only sin against God. God is completely holy, completely pure, completely righteous. And if we think we come anywhere close to living that type of a lifestyle where we are walking uh, as God is in perfection, as our Lord Jesus Christ walked in perfection, well then we do deceive ourselves because we don't walk in that place. But... God makes provision for us for not walking in that place. How does he do that? The blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us continually from all sin. And so what we find is that one of the aspects of the blood of Christ is that as the believer walks through life and they commit sin, the blood of Christ instantly is cleansing them from that sin all the time. They are continuously being washed in the blood of the Lamb. And they are thus walking free from sin. So you say, well, does that mean I can go out and I can commit adultery, I'm cleansed from my sin, and so I just continue in sin because the blood of Christ is cleansing me from all sin all the time. No, because there's a condition here. He says, if we walk in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Christ cleanses us from all sin. So in order for the blood of Christ to cleanse a believer from all sin, the believer has to meet a condition. That condition is they have to walk in the light as Jesus is in the light. So what does that mean? Well, it means that they have to walk in the light of what they have, what their understanding of their Christian walk is at that point in time. We'll have a look at the scriptures now, but the Bible talks about the fact that we need to find out what is acceptable to the Lord. And so, all newborn believers, when we come into the kingdom of God, we have a carnal mindset, and that mindset is still very sinful in nature. And so, we continuously are committing sin. Now, as we grow in the things of God, we find out more about this kingdom that we walk in and we find out well this practice that i've been practicing is actually not acceptable to the lord and so i need to change my life in this area so what has happened now i now have received light whereas before i i was walking in darkness in this area it wasn't something that bothered me because i didn't know i was doing i was sinning before the lord but now god has revealed to me this this aspect of my life is is not acceptable to him it is in fact sin light has come i need to now walk in that light so how do i do that well i have to now repent of that sin if i go and commit that sin because the day before i found out about this particular sin i was ignorant of it and so I, i was walking in the light that i had received up until that time now new life been, has been brought to bear in my life and the Lord has shown me this that you were doing is not acceptable in my sight. Thus you need to change. I now have received new revelation, new light. I now need to walk in that. As I walk in that, so now the blood of Christ is applied to all of my sins that I'm still committing in ignorance. And so the, the two categories of sin, uh, that the Bible talks about is known sin and unknown sin. What does that mean? Well, there are certain sins that we know about. Um, thou shalt not murder. I don't think there's very many Christians who, who dispute about the fact that we're not a, that it is a sin to commit murder. And so that's a known sin that Christians steer away from. They do not go out and murder people because they know that that is a sin against God. And, you know, they just don't do that. But there are certain uh, practices that they practice which they do not know that that is sinful in the eyes of God. Let me give you a a very broad example. We have the sin of adultery. Most people believe and understand that to commit adultery is sinful. And so most Christians stay away from that. And even when they do commit adultery, they know that they've sinned against God. But our Lord Jesus Christ took it one step further. He said, if you look upon a woman to lust after her in your heart, you have already committed adultery with her in your heart. And so newborn believers that come into the kingdom of God, they know they're not to commit adultery and so they stay away from that. But you do get a lot of believers that still practice looking lustfully at at women, etc. and thus are committing adultery with those women in their hearts unknowingly committing sin because they don't realize that that is actually unacceptable in the kingdom of God as they grow in the things of God God reveals that to them now they know now the light has come now they need to walk in that light so the day before that revelation came to them where they read this passage of scripture where our Lord said to us even if you look at a woman to lust after her you've already committed adultery with her well now I know the day before, I'm talking about newborn believers coming to the kingdom of God. He's been living that life all of his life. He doesn't know it's wrong before God. Now he knows. So the day before he was committing that particular sin, it was still sin in God's eyes, and wasn't God didn't excuse him for that sin? But because he didn't know that that was unacceptable, unacceptable before the Lord. Um, but and he wasn't committing adultery because he knew that that was not acceptable. The blood of Christ was cleansing him from the sin that he was committing in ignorance. In other words, looking at a woman with lust in his heart, um, and the blood of Christ was cleansing him from that sin. So he was walking in the light that he had, and because he was walking in the light that he had, the blood of Christ was cleansing him from the other sins that he was committing all the time. Um, But because he was being cleansed, he could thus enjoy fellowship with the Lord, because in Christ there's no sin. And so we cannot have fellowship with the Lord and commit known sin. And so as I said, he wasn't committing adultery because that was his known sin, um, but he was committing lust in his heart that was unknown sin. And so he was still walking in fellowship with the Lord because he was walking in the light that he had, and Jesus, the blood of Jesus was taking care of the sin that he was committing in an in ignorance and so that's the condition that the believer has to meet whatever god reveals to us in his word and we now see it that that's unacceptable before the lord we now need to walk in that as we do god takes care of all of the continual sins that we commit all the time we sin against god in our thoughts in our words in our actions um, unknowingly because as i say god is completely pure and holy and there's so much that we think and say and do that is in fact sinful before god and we do we don't know that we we're ignorant of that and so the blood of christ cleanses me from that and thus i can walk in fellowship with god why because i'm taking care of my known sin in other words god has revealed to me mike this is how you need to walk i stay away from those sins i'm still committing all the other sins in ignorance and the blood of Christ is now cleansing me from all of those sins. And thus I am walking in the light as Jesus is in the light. And so the condition is being met. But in order for me to meet that condition, I have to stay away from known sin. And, but let's it, just go back to the old covenant. That will give us some ideas to how this, this um, concept works. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 7. But into the second part, the high priest went alone once a year, not without blood, which he offered for himself and for the people's sins committed in ignorance. And so that was a type and shadow of our Lord Jesus Christ. So what happened? Under the old covenant, if you committed a transgression against God, you had to then take a a sacrifice to the temple, a lamb uh, without spot and blemish, Lay your hands on the lamb, confess your sin, and that lamb would be sacrificed, and the blood would be applied, and your sin would be atoned for. However, the Jews also committed sins against God all throughout the year unknowingly, in ignorance, was unintentional sins. They didn't know that they were sinning against God. The way that God dealt with it is once a year on the Day of Atonement. The high priest would take a sacrifice for the whole nation, and that sacrifice the high priest would lay his hands on that lamb, the spotless lamb, and that lamb would be slain and that blood would be applied for all the sins that the Jews committed throughout the year in ignorance, unintentional sins, not their known sins. Their known sins they had to take care of themselves. They had to, during the year, make that atoning sacrifice. But for all the sins that they committed against God throughout the year unintentionally, that was, God dealt with that on the day of atonement. Now with regards to the the born-again believer, Jesus has presented his blood once for all. And so that atonement is there all the time for believers. And so our sins committed in ignorance are not cleansed once a year as the Jews were. Our sins committed in ignorance are cleansed immediately the moment we commit them as long as i'm meeting the condition of walking in the light that i understand from scripture and keeping away from sin that i see in scripture then the blood of christ is cleansing me from all the other sins that i am continuous continuously committing and so that's why i say the scripture doesn't tell us that christians do not commit sin it just tells us that christians can walk free from sin and the reason we can do that is because God holds us accountable for our known sins, what we know about. So how do we get sorted? How do we clear up known sins? Well, 1 John 9 is very clear. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And so we can only confess sins that we know about. We cannot confess sins that we have no idea that we committed. And so it is when we commit a known sin, we know that we've transgressed against the law of God in whatever area it might be. We are to confess that straight away. And he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and he cleanses us from all unrighteousness. And we are restored to fellowship immediately. And the blood of Christ is then continuously cleansing us from all of the unintentional sins and the, the sins that are committed in ignorance throughout the Christian walk. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 10 to 8 says, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. And so this Christian walk is a progressive sanctification that takes place. Why is that? Because as we grow in the things of God, so we learn more uh, what is acceptable to God, and what is not and so we find out today Oh, okay this is what I've been doing and it's actually not right I shouldn't be doing this God's Word says don't do that and so I have to now change my life in that area because when new light has, has come into my life I need to now walk in that that's why he says you are light in the Lord walk as children of light and so it's one thing to be light in the Lord and all believers are because their spirits cannot sin so the spirit remains free from sin but the believer commits sin as an act of their will and so it's one thing to be light in the Lord but it's another thing entirely to walk in the light it's a it's a conscious decision that we make and so uh, when when we see that something is unacceptable before God well now we change our behavior we don't do that anymore now we're walking in the light. And as um, Paul says, if we walk in the light as, well, John, sorry, as we, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, um, his blood cleanses us from all sin and we have fellowship with one another and we have fellowship with God. We have fellowship with our Lord Jesus Christ. And so it is incumbent upon the believer to deal with their known sins. God takes care of all of our unknown sins. And so that is how it's very possible for believers to walk completely free from sin. Why? Because the blood of Christ is continuously cleansing them from all sin. As they commit it, it's cleansed, it's gone. And so they, it, they stay in righteousness, they stay in fellowship, they stay in the light, uh, even as, as God is in the light. And, and we can then thus walk in fellowship with Him. It's because God is completely holy, that he has to take care of us in this manner because otherwise no christian would be able to walk in fellowship with god because all of our unknown sins would be continuously blocking us from fellowship with him but because we're walking in the light that we have he deals with all of the other the other sins that we're committing the darkness we haven't yet been the, the light hasn't yet shone in that dark area of our lives and so it's incumbent upon us to deal with our known sins through 1 John one nine, we confess them and we forsake them and He he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and He cleanses us from all unrighteousness. And so that's the two categories of sin that um, believers can commit, known sin and unknown sin. We need to take care of our known sin, God takes care of the unknown sin and it's through that mechanism, obviously the blood of the Lamb being applied. That we can thus walk in the light even as he is in the light because in him is no sin and that's where all believers need to walk and it's very possible to do that God has not make, given us an instruction to do that we cannot fulfill we certainly can fulfill it you know a, a, a kind of extreme example for Christians that say well that's impossible You'll, you're always going to commit sin so just you know Accept that lot in life. Well, that's not true. Because, I mean, safe, self-same believers, you say to them, Well, do you commit murder every day? No, I don't commit murder. Well, what stops you from committing murder? Well, I know it's not right. I'll, I'll just not do it. Well, if you can stop committing murder, you can stop doing all of the other stuff that you know about. Don't worry about the stuff you don't know about yet. God will reveal that to you. But that which you know about, you can. Stay away from it. And God has given us. He's great to do just that. We're going to end the teaching.